Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Sports Talk, and it's a special edition of WWL's Fans in the Pro Live at Rouse's Markets, 2,900 veterans. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints. For the holidays, you can also, man, for all your holiday parties, no better place than Rouse's Markets. Bob, 50th anniversary today of the Immaculate Reception. Uh, Christian and I were talking about this yesterday, and I remember the back game of that. 49ers, Cowboys. The 49ers with a little more than two minutes left in the game had a 12-point lead. They choked. They ended up Roger catching them, and I'll never forget, Ron Sellers uh, from Florida State, who had been a first-round pick of the uh, then Boston Patriots. They got, he got picked up by the Cowboys, ends up catching it, and it started sort of the legend of Roger Staubach in the NFL. Uh, on that particular deal, him bringing them back against the 49ers and, uh, and the Immaculate Receptions goes to show you sometimes God got a – Got a real serious sense of humor about yeah. things because Franco, well, it would have been the 50th anniversary today. They would have retired his number, and he passes away a couple of days ahead. And God bless him. Uh, you don't know ever know when your your number is going to get called. But uh, well, he's only 72. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I said that, that. Damn, I'm I'm like uh, 62 and a half or whatever, and I'm like, man, they ain't that far from now. So no, uh, you, you never know. Look at Mike Leach. Uh, and look, look, 62. Uh, yeah, 61, 62. 62 yeah, look, like that. look at that. Um, but the NFL, the NFL, do, they do a great job with scheduling. And it's the greatest play in NFL history. Oh, no, without a doubt. You look at week 16, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve, primetime game, the Steelers host the Raiders to commemorate uh, the Immaculate Reception 50 years ago. To me, you know, we like uh, round the number, whether it's a decade or whether it's a quarter of a century or whether it's half a century, whatever. So when you look at 50 years, it just stands to reason that, yeah, we got to schedule the Raiders and the Steelers in the 50 years. Because it's just natural PR. And when you look, when you're trying to promote the game. Now, uh, the Steelers and the Raiders are not the Steelers and the Raiders of, as of old. I, I think, None of them could walk on that field with those two teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, there's no way. The, the, the Steelers got so many uh, Pro Football Hall of Famers, it's ridiculous. Raiders, too. But, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you look at right now, uh, I didn't expect much from the Steelers, but I thought even in the AFC West, the Raiders have kind of underachieved. Because, you know, when all of a sudden, oh, you got Derek Carr, uh, look at a weapon at receiver. Devontae we steal, Adams. We're stealing Devontae Adams and the uh, Packers. 
And, uh, right, and, and they, okay, we all witnessed this game, the Saints-Raiders. The Raiders looked sorry to me. They looked man, like they had still hey, stayed in Las Vegas. Man, we whooped them. We, we, I mean, what was that, 24-0? I don't think they didn't score. No, that, that was the most convincing win. And of the so season, you, you want to talk, You want to talk about on a roller coaster. The Raiders have been on a roller coaster, and then they just beat Belichick and the Patriots. And you look at a flukish type play at That's the end. That's the craziest damn thing. It, it looks like who's coaching the Patriots? Does he not a coach? So it's like almost supposed to be the greatest coach ever. What is this team uh, players just doing whatever they want to do? So Jacoby when you look at that debacle, Mike, what, what were Jacoby they doing Myers, at the end? Jacoby Myers, he just thought he was trying to make a play, and he and he threw a nice spiral right to Chandler Jones, yeah, they, who ran over Mac Jones. Okay, and he ran it in. wasn't like they were behind, and that was the last play of the game. It Take was tied. Knee. It was tied. You have to know uh, the task at hand. That's like I'd be like. Uh, Bill Parcells, man, okay, you know what? Uh, you can't get on the plane. We're going to get you a bus ticket or a plane ticket. You're gone. You're cut. Now, he might have success somewhere else. You cannot have that kind of brain fart. I no. mean, even as a player, even if the coach don't have to tell you what to do, you have to know, just look at this and, and what's coming about to never do that. Okay, I'm going to bring Charlie Long into this segment. Charlie, um, I'm going to break the news. Houston beat. University of Louisiana Lafayette, twenty three sixteen today. So what was the spread, Mike? Was it? Oh man, it was, the spread uh, in that was game was five. Seven. Houston seven. by five. Seven. I think it ended at five. So, I think it might have started at seven. So it was a push, Charlie. Maybe it was a push. So everyone got a win. It was win a push. There. But man, uh, Charlie, kind of tell everybody, man, uh, the Raging Cajun screwed the pooch in this game. And that's uh, you know, uh, 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 that's Charlie Long's uh, university. His alma mater. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, so Char- break it to him, Charlie. And Charlie, know, Bobby, Charlie, you know, Charlie you know Long famous, does a, a great uh, job for us. Yeah. You know, the, you know What's the famous up, clip of uh, what was it? Dennis Green is just like we let him off the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what happened. Like that. That's the recap. <laughs> oh, the Cajuns were up sixteen to six. They fumbled twice in the second half. One of them led to a field goal that tied the game. The other one was when they were driving in the red zone. They fumbled the ball, and that ended a scoring chance. They stayed at was 16 points. Was it the points. same guy? Yes, yeah, same was kid. It the same? same kid. Oh, my God. And uh, Houston. He got he, he got a transfer transfer portal. Yeah, that's, that's not bet, a good look. <laughs> I, I bet Mike DeSamo's not real happy about this, I can tell you. Because yeah, Mike really wanted this game. He thought it was a signature they game had for them. They had him. 16 uh, Going up against the Cougars. And, man, you couldn't really ask for a better first half. You let him off the hook. And you let him off the <laughs> damn hook, Charlie. That's, that's what it comes down to. They lost 23 to 16. So, Oh, wow. Well, uh, and you know so, what? Uh, they're talking about the NFL uh, not leaving you off the hook. How about this, Mike and uh, Charlie? Boy, you know how the rich get richer. Look at NFL's uh, Sunday ticket. Now heading uh, to YouTube in uh, uh, 2023. The NFL announced an agreement yesterday for uh, Google to distribute the package of out-of-the-market Sunday afternoon games on YouTube TV and YouTube uh, primetime channels. Now, you know, you look direct TV. You look, we all had that. You look go to a restaurant or something. Oh, yeah. I, I want to watch uh, the Bills and the Dolphins. I, I want to watch that game. So, you know, the restaurants, bars, they had to cover all that. So you look at the seven-year deal that the NFL had um, – now with uh, Google and YouTube TV, is worth a little more than two billion per season. Jeez. It ain't the entire contract. Okay, this is like uh, per season, and uh, when you're talking about like seven or eight years, so that's why the salary cap continues to go up and all that. But the seven-year deals were a little more than two billion per season. The package has been on Direct TV, uh, 
I was still playing at the time since 1994. Uh, now, the satellite provider, they were paying $1.5 billion per year in the eight-year contract, and that's going to expire when the season's all over. Now, the NFL, this is crazy. The NFL was uh, looking for $2.5 billion, and they only got $2 billion. But look where they're going to make up that $500 million to get the $2.5 billion. The NFL has been seeking $2.5 billion per season for the package, but it's still... This in, 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 uh, in, this in progress, uh, progression going forward, it could still reach that total since the league, the NFL, retains commercial rights to bars and restaurants and in the midst uh, of selling those rights. So, that, that, so that's that. how they're going to get the $2.5 billion. It might even be more. <laughs> Man, it, 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 you know, one thing with Jesse James, he actually put yeah. his life on the line every day <laughs> when he got dressed and jumped the train. Uh, to rob it. Man, look what the NFL's doing. Don't even have to do it with a gun. Well, and, and, and when you see this, it's all about what people are watching, the eyes. You know, they love to have the fan experience because it makes it for the visual perspective if you're watching visually and the stands are full. But realistically, Mike, that, that's why the NFL is growing like by leaps and bounds. It, it's all these TV deals. You know why? Because the eyes that are watching the best programming – Right now, uh, the only one, and I said this, that can hang uh, with the NFL that's old school is 60 Minutes. All these other programs, nobody else can hang okay. with the NFL in their program. If it ended today, out of the top 100 shows played on TV, 92 were NFL games. 92 of the 100 most watched shows. So you look at right now year. with Google and everything, and then you look at Amazon. So you got CBS, Fox, NBC. That's why they all in the Amazon. bidding war. Amazon. That, yeah. that, that, that's why it goes up, up, up. Now the common man might suffer. You know, like uh, can I go to the game? But uh, but we love American football. Yep. It, I mean, it is the live show to watch. Uh, compared to the world, American football still rules over soccer, you know, uh, the World Cup and all that. But now the world loves the World Cup, but we love American football. We'll be back with more of the fans and the pro live at Rouse's Markets 2900 Veterans right after this break. And then J.T. Curtis, the legendary coach from John Curtis, will be on with us right after this break here on the Big 870. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to a special edition of WWL's Fans in the Pro, live at Rouse's Markets, 2,900 veterans. Bobby Jay and I will be on until 7 o'clock. And then uh, Brian Kelly in his final uh, show will be on to uh, discuss the uh, bowl game playing against Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, this uh, special edition is brought to you by Coca-Cola, Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints for the holidays Shop Ross's Markets for all of your holiday parties. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Talk and Text Line. Before I introduce him, I'm going to give you a little resume. 615 wins, 54 years coaching, 28 state titles. He's won state titles in six different decades. Well, he's a living legend. Won state titles in four different classifications, and he's 61 years old. J.T. Curtis. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. I don't know about that 61 years old. Come on, Bob. Give him a little credit. Thank you, Coach. All I know is he's a living legend. I know that. Coach, uh, congratulations on another state title. Um, And, uh, my God, just an unbelievable career. And uh, I know one thing. Man, your dad would really be proud of what's happened at uh, John Curtis. Well, he would. And, you know, his goal, he, he felt like this. Mike, that there were two things that changed people's lives. One is their relationship to God, and secondly is their education. And he was a firm believer that extracurricular activities, no matter what it was, whether it was athletics or whether it was band or some other activity at school, are what made people well-rounded into the kind of people that God wanted them to be. And, and that's the way he lived his life, and you're right. He was a guy that loved athletics and loved to be involved in competitive sport, and uh, he, would have, uh, he would certainly uh, be proud. And I know he has looked down and, uh, and, and had a lot of pleasure about how, how we've accomplished things. 
Now, uh, you know, JT, the only thing I'm, uh, I'm going to say you're real age, and it's nothing. I mean, hey, uh, we all get old. Uh, I mean, uh, but the bottom <laughs> line is uh, the reason why I'm going to say it's real age because you don't accomplish this great feat unless you're coaching that long. Look at Coach Curtis. Uh, he's now 76 years of age. Think about this, 54 seasons. He won a state championship. This thing blew me away. He's won a state championship in six different decades. JT, Coach Curtis, I can remember when we won state in 77, uh, the Curtis Patriots were winning a state championship <laughs> in 77. And you were there, well, and you're yeah. still there. And JT was <laughs> still looking to bring that uh, state championship that. back to the Bayou. It hadn't happened yeah. since. <laughs> you know, that's where I met Ralph Perry. Ralph and I, oh, yeah. in 77, played in the high school all-star game, uh, coached the high school all-star game together. That's where I met Coach Perry, and we developed a friendship until he passed, as you know, uh, and ended up competing against him. And uh, it was a very special opportunity for me to be with him, and he was a very special man. I know you were very close to him. Yep. Now, uh, Coach Curtis, uh, I like round numbers. Uh, I'm not putting any pressure on you. Uh, But I look at this. uh, In addition to 28 state championships, uh, 615 career victories. Uh, you're six behind the nationally high school record of 621, held by the great uh, John McKissick of Somerville High School in in South Carolina. So I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I think I like round numbers. You got to get to 30 state championships, <laughs> and so even if you surpass uh, John McKissick uh, with six, seven more wins going forward, I want you to get 30 state championships. Well, I tell you what, Bobby. If we can accomplish that, I'll be a proud, uh, a proud football coach and a proud man. Uh, but you know, you've been in this game. You and Mike both know that you, you got to play these things one time and one game at a time, and then try to put a, a string together and gain some momentum and continue to improve as a football team, and and then hit the playoffs and and hope to give yourself a chance to compete. And that's the kind of team we had this year that just kept getting better and better and bought into what we were trying to do and. And as a result, I had a chance to compete for a championship and and ended up accomplishing their goal. Now, uh, Coach Curtis, what I like, uh, you're old school. So what uh, they know what we're doing. Can you stop what we're doing? Uh, Two-part question. Uh, Do you still have a lot of the plays? Now, depending on the talent of the quarterback, as far as uh, the Veer concept and the option concept. And I want you to describe that and then also – that when you've won a state championship in six different decades, how much the game has changed or not changed? I know it's still uh, can you tackle or, you know, can you block, can you run, or can you stop the run? But just uh, when you're talking about six decades of football, just what you've witnessed. Because when you've done it, uh, when you're the best of the best, who has a better opinion than someone like you? Well, the game has not changed fundamentally. And teams that can run the football are teams that are going to have an opportunity to win because it opens up the passing game so much more. It opens up play-action pass. Anytime you can run the football and control the clock, you have a legitimate chance to win, no matter what level, professional, college, high school, it doesn't make any difference. You've got to be able to run the football. We still run the option. And, and we put a lot of responsibility on our quarterbacks. Uh, I would tell you in a championship game, our quarterback probably checks 60% of the time. And, and we coach him hard to do that. Jeff, uh, who, who really has worked with our quarterbacks, 
works with them and recognizing the defense and where they have overshifted to, and he gives them the uh, gives them the option to check out of a bad play. And and uh, I, I think it's really an important part of the offense. And and the option creates such stress in the secondary that it opens up play action passes. And and you know the colleges have gone to the RPO, which is another option type offense. And I think you're starting to see more and more uh, option uh, come into college football, and I think it's going to creep its way back into pro football. Uh, if, I think if it already has. Was, yeah, it has. I and think it already has was, creeped in it yeah, more and more. It has. It has. Those those mobile quarterbacks are guys that can can create such pressure on the secondary. And if I had that guy that was playing for the Saints back there, that's what he'd be doing for me. I'm going to tell you, the way he could run the football and throw the football and, and that kind of scheme, I think, would give a tremendous advantage to an offense. Well, yeah, like Taysom Hill tomorrow in inclement yeah, weather. To uh, him, I mean, he touches the ball 25 uh, uh, times tomorrow. Yeah, and then he ain't hook sliding. He's yeah. uh, the, the power plays. Uh, but, uh, Coach Curtis, you know what? Uh, you brought up Ralph Perry. And I can remember uh, I'm playing free safety, and uh, had, we had Andy Morton, at quarterback, and he would sprint out, and even if the receiver was open, he would just take off and run. So he, ne- he never was going to throw it. So Coach Perry said, man, if we can throw just a little bit, and what I mean by a little bit, it is a little Maybe 10 passes a game, you go six or seven for 10, whatever. And he told me this, and I, I, I don't know, it, it might have progressed considering how uh, players are coached. And now, uh, but old school, he says, well, you see a lot of these high school linebackers, they're not high school linebackers because they could pass coverage. No, they come and the, knock the crap out of here like a snot bubble and run support. So if you can run and you do like bellies or, or cross bucks and play action, well, the guy dragging a linebacker territory, they already sucked in because of the run fake, and you have guys who are wide open. Don't you think that was a wealth of knowledge? I know that was like late 70s and all, but I still think that might even work in the high school level well, Bobby, as far as linebackers uh, covering it, versus It's part run. of the RPO deal. And I, I yeah, remember, you get him to suck up. Uh, Pete Jenkins says that, man, the one position I don't want to play on defense today is linebacker because of all right. these RPOs. Because you caught in between. You, okay, you, you make a one step up. That guy just pulls that ball out of the belly of the running back, and he throws it right over the top of you. If you drop back in coverage, they hand the ball off. And so he's got a running start at you. And I think, Bob, you see that a lot now, not only in college. You're seeing it in the pros. And a guy like Josh Allen, as big as he is, you try to tackle that big six-foot-five guy running downfield. So, Coach Curtis, how do you coach your high school linebackers to be maybe on on that next level because it's – Usually because you can't have a linebacker that won't uh, fill the gap and knock a snot right. bubble and get up there. <laughs> you know, they got to be able to uh, go downhill and be tough. So what would you take on that? Well, uh, let me say to you, I think that's what we're seeing in pro football and in college football. They've, they've kind of changed their mantra a little bit with linebackers. You don't see the big physical guys in there because they've got to be able to ru- uh, run in order to cover the pass. And now I think more and more pro teams are starting to run the football. And, and they're going to say, hey, we're going to see if you'll step up and take on blockers and be able to be physical. And here's, here's the problem, in my opinion. They haven't done that in college, and they haven't done it in pro football, and now all of a sudden they're having to learn a new way to play. And I think you're yep. going to see right. more dominant run teams in pro football than you've seen in the last few years. What's changed the game a lot, as you know, uh, from a high school perspective, is the seven-on-seven. 
The guys yeah. are throwing seven on seven, and and they're playing touch football on a on a, a game field, and and they have not developed physicality. And as a result of that, I think teams that run the ball have an advantage. It gives them a a, a chance to be able to control the line of scrimmage. Look, the whole thing is this: you can control the clock, and you can keep those potent offenses on the other sideline. Uh, on the bench, the, uh, side stripes. That's right. Doesn't make any difference about their plays. That and 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 again, that's what I said. If you can run the football, you certainly have a a big advantage. And and making those linebackers step in there and play physical is uh, is going to be something I think you're going to see college football and pro football start and move more and more back to. Coach, uh, I know it's it's a short period of time, but what do you, what do you have returning for? Um, and more importantly for me, is your quarterback and center returning? Both of them. Yeah, both of them are returning. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we all had a bunch uh, of juniors, right, Coach Curtis? And so you got a real we young had, team, yeah, Coach? We, we have. We have. We have a, a good junior class, and they got a good junior class coming back. But, you know, Bobby, I'm going to tell you this. It's like any other team. That team cannot be satisfied where they are. I have a firm believer in you either get a little bit better or you get a little bit worse every day. And yep, it, you don't and stay you've got to buy into pressuring yourself to excel right. on the practice field. And if you do that, you will continue to improve and can be the kind of football team that I think we're capable of playing. We're going to emphasize that as coaches. They have to buy into it as individual players. And, again, I think that's across the board in, in all levels of football. Now, Coach Curtis, is there anything in the works? Because to me, this is an ESPN, you can't get better publicity without you having to do anything, but maybe they coming to you, that you being only six behind the national high school record of John McKissick, uh, like I said, from Somerville High uh, in in South Carolina, that we're going to see John Curtis on ESPN next season. I mean, it has to be, because when you're going to end up breaking that, that record. Yeah, and and we've you know we've played on ESPN several times, right? And, right, and it's a it's a it's a it's a nice experience for the kids, and and I'm glad to see that they are expanding a little bit into high school football more and more, and if if they want to do that, that'll be fine. If not, we're going to line up and play, and and I right. have a simple mantra: Look, I don't care where we play, we're going to compete, and if you want to play on a neutral ground, I'll play you on a neutral ground. <laughs> We're going to line up, and we're going to compete and play as hard as we can. And, and whatever happens at the end, we're going to wake up the next day and, and try to get prepared for the next opportunity. And uh, that's just kind of the way we have to do it. You know, we don't have our own stadiums here. We're used to playing in different uh, venues. Uh, and, and so you've got to be able to adapt to, to the environment that you're going to find yourself in week to week. And uh, if ESP and wants to be a part of that, good. If they don't, good. Well, uh, you know, JT, I'm going to leave you with this uh, before we got to go to a break. But I appreciate uh, how you treated my family and, you know, how, you know, Cajuns are not just your brothers and sisters, but your cousins, especially your first cousins count. Um, but <laughs> Melanie Charpentier and Brutus with their son, Luke, you know, end up going to Arkansas. And, and when they had asked me what I what they, you know, Bobby, what do you think about Coach Curtis? And, uh, you know, I, I said, I tell you what, it couldn't be a better place to have an opportunity. Now, you got to go out there and take advantage of that. So I just want to, uh, you know, my first cousin, you know, uh, Melanie's mom, my Aunt Betty, my dad, were brothers and sisters, but uh, that you gave uh, Luke Charmentier a great opportunity. 
And I, I know they really cherish that. Uh, Coach, I know one of the well, things you take a lot of pride in is that once the career is over with, you have shaped his future. You have helped bring him into the business world where you've got to learn how to work with people. This ain't looking at a computer all day long. You've got to learn how to communicate and work with people. And uh, I think it's, it's a big part of your success at, at Curtis. Well, if it's not, then I have failed. Because it's not about just the winning or losing. If the only thing that counts is the score at the end, it's not worth all the time, energy, and effort. There's got to be intrinsic values. There's got to be values that are going to help young men become leaders in our community and family men that are going to be able to support and do the things that they need to do in order to be successful. And uh, if if we don't do that, no matter you know, what level we're at, I think we fail in the end result. Coach, uh, you've seen a lot of players come down the pike, so I'm going to ask you about Arch Manning because, um, you know, we haven't seen many guys that can throw the football like he could other than maybe his two uncles, um, you know, throughout the last, say, 35, 40 years. But your thoughts on, on Arch and the fact that, you know, you following, you know, uh, you following Red is the grandpa and then you got the two uncles – and he's carrying a, a bucket of water that's pretty heavy to begin with. But how well he's handled that, to me, has been so impressive. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think, look, I think he's an excellent football player. And, of course, he's going to have to step up his game like everybody does. I, you know, I, I don't like that business about, well, he didn't play great competition all the time. Let me tell you, he's lined up and he's played and he's proven the things that he can do. And it doesn't make any difference where you come from. Bobby knows this. When you get yourself into the next arena, you've got to step up your whole game in order to compete. And I think his character and the character of that family is going to show that he is more than capable of competing at that level and being extremely successful. Handling the load of his uncles and his and his grandpa, I, I just I, I, I think that at the high school level for a kid like him was insurmountable for a lot of people. And he handled it with class. I had the opportunity to work against him uh, in seven-on-seven, and and I'm telling you, he's the real deal now. He can throw it. He's got composure. He can run the football when he needs to. Uh, I I think his future is extremely bright. Coach, thanks so much for spending a few moments with us uh, this afternoon. We really appreciate it. Wish you the, the best of luck. And, and, man, it's been our pleasure and honor to watch you coach and mentor these young men uh, throughout the years. And uh, I'm going to pass this on to you finally. Keith Menard said he ain't as good as you on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you and Keith in that same neck of the woods, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we sure are, Coach. We well, sure well are. Uh, Coach Curtis, so when you break the record, we're definitely having you on next fall. So. Yes, indeed, Coach. That'll be great. I appreciate it. Hey, y'all have a good, uh, Merry good night and a Merry Christmas. And, hey, it's a great day to be inside, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. We appreciate it. Thank y'all. J.T. Curtis. <laughs> the legendary J.T. Curtis. Six decades. What? In, uh, Six decades and you won state championships? Uh, what? Uh, people can hate all they want or not. Are you jealous or not? No, you got to recognize that. Six decades no, ain't nothing but that, the best. No, you're this jealous. is like not just Louisiana. This is, you know, are you bad? Yeah, we bad. We nationwide. Well, that's uh, the Curtis Patriots. Hello. Come on. We'll be back with more of the fans and the pro right after this break here on the Big 870. <laughs> 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here. It's a special edition of WWL Fans in the Pro Live at Rouse's Markets. 2,900 veterans. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints for the holidays. Shop Rouse's Markets for all of your holiday parties. They have everything here you need. They had a big crowd, sort of dwindling a little bit, but it's gotten dark a little bit. And, man, the, the weather's uh, starting to step in a little bit. But, Bob, it's amazing with the Browns. I remember the uh, first game I ever saw with the Saints, 67, Cleveland Browns, Saints. So, well, opening year. First yeah, game. Yeah, my, my brother Kuyo named me. He went to the early games and saw some of the better ones uh, because he was five years old. Though. So, you know, my yeah, dad figured he had a better chance no, uh, coordinating uh, you, with him. You look at it uh, as a small sample size. When you look at us compared to even when we were in the NFC West and you look at the Rams, you know, 49ers, but you look at Atlanta and you look at now in the NFC South uh, with Tampa and all that. But when you look at it uh, – Boy, Mike, we've only played the Browns 18 times. 18 times since <laughs> that was, that's unbelievable. Now, but, but when uh, they swung to the AFC, that, that yeah, changed yeah, everything because they everything. were old school. They had been an NFL team, but, but he got paid a lot of money to go hey, be an I, AFL team. I can tell you team. this right now, and, and, I, and I remember this uh, like it was yesterday. Uh, it was opening the season, uh, and one of the greatest wins I ever had uh, ever in, in my career was in 1987. That was the year to strike here. Uh, we went 12 and three in 1987. Do you know it was the biggest Saints win ever as far as uh, uh, margin of victory? We won 28 to 21. They had the original Clay Matthews, not the son, and all that. And they had Bernie Kosar and all that. That's when the Browns were losing. If you remember. That they choked to John Elway and the Broncos to go to oh, the Super Bowl. Back to back well, we years. ended up beating them. In the Dome, that was the biggest margin of victory by the Saints. So I remember that game because the Browns were tough then. Uh, the, they were tough. And if you look at it right now, we have not had their number. We're 3-8 and eight at home against the Browns, and we're 2-5 and five on the road. Yo. So uh, we have not. The uh, numbers don't. <laughs> no, no, we've not had the Browns number. So maybe we're going to have it tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll be back to finish it up here right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here to finish it up on the fans and the pro. We're at Rouse's Markets, 2,900 veterans, and brought to you by Coca-Cola. We can't thank Rouse enough. Uh, do a great job in the community and uh, – they are the official supermarket of the Saints for the holidays, but, man, they do so much charitable work also. Can't thank Marcy, Nathan, and, and everybody involved uh, for having us here to do this uh, remote and 
um, we knew that Deuce and, and Hoss would have to leave early, and Deuce was <laughs> had to do the Independence Bowl. Right. And then now he's trying to make the connection to get to Cleveland uh, to help out Mike in the broadcast. So I uh, want to thank everybody here at Rouse. It's been great uh, hospitality here. Bob? Uh, well, as, as homegrown as they get uh, when you talk about Rouse's markets for the holidays year-round, uh, it's just uh, you feel like home. Uh, that's the bottom about line. But that standing rib roast, man. The standing rib roast right now, the centerpiece of your family's holiday table. You look at that, a USDA select beef bone and a standing rib roast, five seventy-seven a pound. That's right. You get a USDA select beef bone and standing rib roast, just five seventy-seven a pound. Now, limit two, Rouse's Market uh, is also a USDA choice, USDA prime bone and standing rib uh, roast for your holiday table. So, look, uh, make your holidays special here at Rouse's Market. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, a lot of Saints coverage, pregame, um, halftime, postgame. I don't know. You think we're going to beat the Browns? No, I, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, I, I'm hopeful, hey, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't we, think we happens. We can have an upset. We no, need we, an upset. We need an upset. I, 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 we need an upset. All right. And we also want to thank Charlie Long. Always does a great job in master and control. Luke and thank and Luke. Luke, man, Luke, we couldn't do this without him. So thank cool, you, Luke. Cool we appreciate Luke. it. Thank you for listening. Bobby, end it tonight. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Who that? Saints, please win. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 